So my favorite inspirational quote is actually something I have on my signature, which is the power of intention. You either do or you don't. There is no such thing as try. And it's mad, like, damn, all right, for the jugular. It's, like, very, just, it's very matter of fact. You know, like, but it's, it's the truth. And I think it's, it's something that, for me, keeps me focused. Like, don't make excuses for yourself. Like, oh, well, I tried to lose this weight, but I didn't really go to the gym. So, mm. yeah, no, you didn't lose this weight because you didn't go to the gym. Like, focus. So mm. it's something that, you know, I just kind of keep in the back of my mind. Like, you're either going to do it or you're not. But don't make excuses. There's no in between. Yeah, I think I might need to get that tatted so I could like get my get my life right. <laughs> Yo, you know what I mean for the end of 2017. I you know mean, how you know how the beginning of a year is like a wash, so you try to tell yourself. That. <laughs> so you're like, you know what? I get it. We're nine months in. I know all those resolutions I made in January, but this one tat is gonna fix all my problems. It is. You right. You right. Is it not? You should get a Chinese tat. Throwback. First of all, not the Chinese tat because. <laughs> yes. The Chinese, like, how do you feel about your life if you have a Chinese tat in 2017? I think that... Wait! Oh my god, I'm sorry. Am I offending y'all? My bad, because I'm sure 29% of y'all have Chinese tattoos. But they might get cover-ups, because in 2017, that is also the new wave. It cover-ups. is. It's redemption season. You Listen. It, it's like a Chinese rose right. dragon. Right. Like, or it's like the line becomes a stem for like a flower. Exactly. Or like the eye of a tiger or exactly. something. It, listen. It could change your life. <laughs> Invest in cover-ups. It's, it's okay to start over. It's okay. Yo, you are so sorry. It's better than investing in laser. Like, <laughs> just get a just get a touch-up. Get a touch-up. Good. I missed y'all OD. I know y'all miss me. Don't front. You know I got you open. No, let me stop. Our guest today is Jessica Jeja Matos. Matos? Matos. Matos. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> AKA AdTech Jess. Uh, she's a New York City native, a lover of the world, an AdOps wizard. AKA she controls the internet. Word. What up? Word. I'm big brother in this. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? Thank you. Thank you for having me, yo. It's like, it's, it's weird being on the other side. I'm Chill, usually a listener. So it's kind of cool. So, JJ was like, number one supporter from the beginning. She's like, oh, you doing a podcast? Say no more. Like, I already subscribed. I listened to the episodes. You didn't even post it. Like, it's lit. Bang, bang. <laughs> Ready. Already giving reviews like, Dear Apple. No, this podcast for- amazing. <laughs> and getting tight when my reviews didn't go through. I was like, wait a minute. Do I need to no, go to No, she Apple did. Store? She did hit me in the, she did hit me in the group chat. Like, so I posted my review. Do you see it? Nah? Bang, I'm on there again. <laughs> <laughs> mad reviews. Mad times. We appreciate you, kids. So, we about to we about to get into some interview getting get into this interview. Excuse me, it's been a minute. You know we we launching season two now. Listen, let me get back into the flow into season the season two things. Season two things. That might be the that might be the official slogan for season two. Season two things. I like that. All right. All right. So so how would you describe yourself in three words? In three words, I'd say I am spontaneous, selfish, and I'm an explorer. How you gonna how you gonna give yourself a negative? 
adjective. You just said selfish. I don't. I, you know, here's why I don't think selfish is negative. Okay. I think if anything, more people need to be selfish in this world. And okay. here's why. We so often, and especially growing up, you know, in a Dominican household, or you know, if you come from a minority background, if you're from the West Indies, the Caribbean, Latin America, we always are instilled in to give, right? Mm-hmm. Like we always giving, we always paying back, we always pushing forward. But sometimes you gotta save a little bit for you. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta put yourself first. Like, you know what, actually I don't wanna do that. Or actually I need to invest this in my own pocket first. Is that considered like, selfish though? I mean I mean, I guess maybe, maybe that might be the definition of selfish. You know, putting yourself first. I, huh. I just think it's important, you know, because, like, if you're not okay, nothing else is okay, right? Like, if you constantly giving, 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 but not reinvested in self, then right. you wither away, and what would we do without Rondell? Like, that's not going to work. Yo, word up. What y'all going to do without me? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Be bored because they don't podcast to listen to. <laughs> be mad. So spontaneous. You think you're spontaneous, huh? Yeah, I think so. Down to the minute you might, you know, book a trip somewhere. Actually, that's OD true because that's exactly what you do. Like, we be chilling on a Wednesday and be like, oh, Friday, I'm at Coachella, so what's up? Hey, guys, so I'm, I'm going to be out. I'm actually going to Lala for just two days yep, after work. Yep, just, just need to go. Just need to go. Yo, that's what's up. Yeah. I, I, I bangs with it. Yeah. You know, that maybe that might be part of the Leo vibes because she's Yo. also a Leo sister in the Leo building. Leo gang, gang, and gang. And y'all can't see her right now, but she got the... Golden Goddess Tan, the new blonde, this new blonde color. My homies are saying that I look like Shelly Ann. That's oh. my dance hall name now. So <laughs> I guess hashtag Shelly Ann. About you to be the dead, new thing. You dead could be Shelly Ann, but you need like a mesh tank top <laughs> and some denim cut up Yo, shorts. Yo, one of my goals in life is to like legit go to like an actual carnival, like full dress up, like to. bang, 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 like go crazy. You have to. Yeah. All right, we're going to make that happen. All right, that's happening. 2018 goals. Listen, bang. all right. Do you right, think so, trip? Is that a trip? I, it might be a trip. Listen, it I'm might, with it. It might be a thing. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> so, you're from New York um, with Dominican roots. What does that mean to you? It means I'm insane. You know, <laughs> Dominican women, we crazy. We are absolutely bonkers. Nah, nah, nah. I say that with love. I, I would say we're passionate. You uh-huh. know, the, the PC word for bananas. But <laughs> um, just like that hustle mentality. I think being from New York and being Dominican, it's just like that, you know, being a child of immigrants, it's like there's no, like, never not working. You know what I'm right. saying? There's no days off. It's right. like you're always, whether you're working to survive, just to put food on the table, or you're working towards your next your next really ambitious goal. You're right about that. It's just, you never stop. Like, there's no, there are no passes. You're right. That immigrant hustle is OD real. Like, I don't know any person who's a child of an immigrant who wasn't forced or in, had instilled in them yeah. that, like, you need to work 10 times, what's your side job? Like, what kind of money you bringing in? You need more money, Yo. no matter what it was. What grades did you get? You need better grades. Okay. It oh, you matter. got an A? Where's that A plus? Why aren't you an honor student? Exactly. Where are these scholarships? Like, exactly, because such and such a child got blah, blah, blah. So Yo. we need you to... It's not even about you. It's about the competition. It is. The parents have a competition. It's like a <laughs> tribal, like, okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah, we both came here off the island together, but my kid's going to be, you know, a Nobel Prize winner. Exactly. And your kid, I mean, maybe they're a doctor, but who cares? Like, right. <laughs> And still not be happy, like, damn, you're only a doctor? Like, where the kid's at? Because you know that's the other thing, but... Yo, exactly. The My other thing goal. that you can only be, you can only be a doctor... <laughs> and, and you have to have kids. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, you're a Bronx native, so seeing what it's like today, how, how do you think it's changed, and do you view that change as negative or positive? So, BX, stand up all day. I was you about, know. I was you about know. to say... You know, <laughs> shout out to Remy, you know, shout out to, shout out to Cardi B. First of all... Cardi B made me feel like, yo, the Bronx might be super lit. Because I've only been to the Bronx a few times, like, to yeah. chill. I've been I mean, I don't even times, chill in the Bronx, but... and I'm from there. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't, I don't chill uptown. Like, I just don't <laughs> do it. But 
But and Cardi, got, a, Cardi got me feeling like, yo, what's up town? Because if they got some Cardis, like, that shit yo, might be live. Have, first of all, we have mad Cardis. <laughs> Actually, facts. Um, and I wasn't even a Cardi fan, to be honest with you. I was like, because I take the word fan very seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, oh, yeah. I'm a, nah, if you a fan, like, you are diehard day one, like, right. ride or die. Right. I can't say I'm a Cardi fan because right. I really am just, like, like now starting to listen to her. But Cardi got, like, yo. Now, Cardi got some joints. She's up She's up there. She's doing Cardi things. got some joints. And, and I think she has a drive. I'm hoping. I was talking about this the other day. I was like, yo, Young M.A. kind of had the same kind of buzz. And never dropped another single, or at least I didn't hear the next yeah, single. I, I didn't and I'm like, yo, Cardi, like, it's, it's after Labor Day. Like, yeah. it's about time to drop that next single, so. She got to have some follow-through. But I like Cardi because she's about, you know, being still true to herself. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, very she, much. she never shies away from the fact that, you know, she came from her stripper days yeah. and under that. Like, she's true to who she is, so and you I'm could see that. You could see that in her interviews, too. Like, she's OD, just regular, regular, schmegular, regular, regular, schmegular, degular, <laughs> okay? Oh, but anyway, yeah. we got on a tangent. <laughs> so seeing seeing the Bronx from what you remember it to be to what it is now, yeah. what what was that change like? It's I mean, it's not as gentrified as the rest of New York, but mm-hmm. it's slowly little by little creeping in. It's some it's some pockets, man. I have a real like invested I don't even know if the word the proper words to say is hatred, but like the whole gentrification thing blows my mind mm-hmm. because it's like People wouldn't even come uptown, like, even five years ago. And now you got tour buses going through Harlem. You got yeah. that Whole Foods yeah. that no one is going into. Like, a lot of stuff. But I think in the Bronx specifically, a lot of it is becoming just a lot more, like, uh, family-oriented. A lot of, like, different things to make it uh, safer, I guess. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If that's what gentrification comes with, like, it sucks. But I'm glad to see that. You know, right. it's like you see, like, parks being cleaned up. Right. You see different developments being built. Definitely up in the North Bronx, you know, you have a bunch of houses. If you know you got your kids, if you're a doctor, kids, you know, <laughs> you got your little driveway situation off the five train and stuff. Right. Um, so it's changing. But I think it's it's still the hood to me. So I think that's why I enjoy living uptown because it hasn't changed that much. Mm. Like, it's the safe hood. It's the hood I'm familiar with. Gotcha. You know? Like, I mean, listen, they starting to change neighborhoods. I heard I heard they're calling, trying to call at least South Harlem Soha. Have you heard that? I have. And that's a dub. Like, we don't need that to happen. It's Harlem. First of all, they try to do uh, Spanish Harlem. They try to call it Spaha. And it's like, no, sir. That's yeah. Just, that's, first and, of all, it's oh, in Barrio. Like, the first one I heard actually was the Bronx. South Bronx Sobro. Sobro. No, bro. No, bro. No, bro. No, bro. <laughs> and they tried to dub it the Piano District. We stop. were like, first of all. Stop it right now. No. No, you live in Hunts Point. So, <laughs> yeah. There's that. Ah, good, beloved New York City. I just love talking to New York natives, man. We just have a different perspective on what the city once was and where it's going. And it's not, like you said, it's not all bad. Like, I'm, I'm not the person who's, like, anti-gentrification as a whole. I just wish that we had the power and resources to own some property and stay with the good changes that are happening. Right. Because and now because, we can afford the rent. Yeah. And because and the new people coming in who don't respect what the culture is and what it has been for like 30, 40, 50 years, it's like, bruh, you right. just got here. Yeah, like don't complain because people are playing dominoes at two in the morning in the summertime outside. That's what we do. Right. Like, like that's did, our thing. Like, did you hear that story? It was um I think outside of La Marina or somebody who lived near La Marina was complaining that People were blasting music late night, and it was like, but yeah. you're in the heights. Like, what do you... First of all, like, it's did just... you even really do your research right. to where you were moving? You just or... saw the rent price and was like, oh, yeah, I can move in. And you heard the little new nickname for whatever they call it, and you were like, oh, okay. Yeah. But no. And then you see the cat in the bodega, and you fake mad? Nah, this <laughs> is here to stay, bro. Like, it's, it's quiet. It's quiet. Oh, man. So you're the self-proclaimed queen of ad operations. What... 
What is that for the people who aren't in digital media? What do you do exactly? So on the regs, you know, I basically stalk people on the internet, stalk your behavior. <laughs> okay. um, you know, don't be scared, guys. Big brother at its best. Um, you know, we could, I, when I say we control the internet, it's not even being funny. Like, all of our behavior on the internet really controls the way advertisers then decide to spend marketing dollars because mm. they're paying money to reach actual user behavior. It's not, it's no longer, let me throw, you know, X amount of dollars to this site or X amount of dollars to the other site. It's looking for specific types of users. So right. all the stuff we do all day on the internet, we literally do control the internet. Like right. it, it's a real thing. So I'm responsible for making sure that ads get served, that we actually can get paid. So is delivery happening? Cause if not, then we, the lights turn off and right. then I'm out of a job, it's no good. Making sure performance-wise, so is it an actual good investment for the advertiser? So are they getting their actual return on investment, whatever their goal is? And at the end of it, just trying to figure out new ways to serve dope ads in a way that's not intrusive, which is very hard these days because, you know, you got the ad blockers coming on. You got people complaining about being served too many ads. Mm -hmm. But I think of advertising as information. Like, how many times have you been on IG and you're scrolling through and you see a sponsored ad or something? And it might not even be a big brand. It might be for, like, I don't know, some IG boutique or something. You're like, oh, this is cute. Right. Let me go to that. And then before you know it, you got a new bathing suit. Yeah. Like... <laughs> That never would have happened without the IG ad. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. Like, it's funny you say that. Literally today as I was scrolling on Instagram, um, I was looking up, like, uh, room rental spaces for podcast interviews. And then a few minutes later, and I was looking on my phone a few minutes later, I got served an ad for this uh, space. I can't remember what the website was, but it was exactly what I was looking for. So it was like low-key creepy, but low-key helpful at the same right. time. Right. It's, it's like, like you'd be mad, but you'd be like, actually, can I really be mad? Right. It'd be, like, it'd be like, it'd be like, ugh, how do you know? And then you click, but then you're like, like, all right, well, fine. Exactly. Like, I guess. I guess I'll, I'll, guess I'll look. I'll so, guess you're, I'll look. so you're that person. I'm that person, yeah. Okay. So sorry, not sorry, guys. Respect it. She runs the internet. You know, you know. So with that being said, um... How, how often you, are you the only woman of color in a room for work? All the time. Most of the time, mm -hmm. I would say. On my team, I'm the only woman of color. Wow. On the East Coast, correction, yeah, on the right, East right, Coast. Right. On the West Coast, we have, I have another colleague. Um, in my office, I'm one of three women of color. Okay. And one of four people of color in total. Wow. And the office is 50 people. So that should kind of put yeah, things in perspective. Man. And there's so many initiatives trying to get... Um, more people of color, especially women of color, into like technology, media, because there's such a lack of representation. Um, so if any of y'all out there interested in getting in the field or have any young girls or young women in your family trying to get into the field, make sure they're following Ad tech just because yeah, she she's gonna be our inspiration. She can answer any questions. Well, right. I'm putting her on the spot. I'm, I'm saying she can answer any questions. If you hit on her DM, say you heard the podcast. Word, word, word. <laughs> I'll be like, where'd you say? Look at, you hit that follow button, you still following? Cool. Exactly. Ad tech Jess. So um, does that ever get uncomfortable or are you kind of used to it at this point? It was uncomfortable around the election. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. It, it Situational things like that yeah. where it's like, oh, black people getting shot and you're expected to just move right, on. Right, like awkward. You're the only one who feels some right. kind of way. Actually, most recently, I had to ask my boss to take me off of a particular account because I found there was it was a conflict of interest mm. uh, with my moral values. Oh, so, wow. And that, and that was a difficult conversation to have because, one, I, I never really say no to holding accounts. I mean, who would say no to work, right? Right. But two, it's like, can you really say no, right? Like, this is the first time in my career that I'm really having to think about, like, can I actually say, nah, I'm not going to work on this. Like, right. I'm actually good. You need to give it to someone else. So it was it was an interesting conversation. I mean, she gave she gave me the pass, so I didn't have to work on it. But 
it was one of those things where it's like eventually I'm sure I'm gonna come across an account that like I just really this is this is anti who I am. So right. what do I do then? By the way, your response who who says no to work was very immigrant like her. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, my mom would be proud. <laughs> She'd be very, very proud. Oh man. So which brings us to your alias ad tech Jess. Um what's your goal behind it? And what made you start that that whole platform for yourself? So I was thinking about how can I make a name for myself outside of the companies that I've worked for. I've worked with a lot of great companies throughout my career, and so obviously it's always great to have that on the resume, but if you're in between jobs or if I want to go the consultant route, who am I in this space? Like, do people know me? Am I seen as an expert in this space? Mm. Thinking about all of those things. So that's what really kind of started the wheels turning around Ad Tech Jess, the other side of myself, if you will. And the goal behind it was really like, I don't know any black people in ad ops. Like that was my initial thought. Like who are the black people I know in ad ops? Very few, like I could think of maybe two, three. Um, and, and thinking about that, I was like, well, let me just start this handle and start posting stuff about the internet and then start, you know, tweeting people and following people and making that more about like the business side of myself and then launch this website, which is actually under construction, which I'm excited about because it's like a nice, like the tattoos, a nice, <laughs> a nice redo. Okay. <laughs> a nice cover up. Um, but the goal behind this is really like just to get to know more people of color in media, in advertising, in technology, and like not feel so siloed because mm -hmm. at work it, it just is what it is, right? Like the numbers are what they are. Right. But being able to connect virtually with people is dope. Like just to know you have a friend, you know, somewhere in, in Chicago or Milwaukee or wherever, just like boop, not Milwaukee. Tweet away. Maybe Milwaukee. Maybe Milwaukee. <laughs> you never know. People work remote a lot, so You're right. You're right. Um, so let's switch it up a bit. So being the dope media person that you are, you set up a whole campaign for your 30th birthday. I had the, I the, I had the honor of attending your lit 30th birthday Yo. celebration in Brooklyn. Shout out to Legendary Republic. Shout out to our boy Jeremy. Shout out to Genius who DJed. Yes. I've known Genius for over 10 years. You believe that? Damn. I know, yeah, right? We go way back. Way, way back. Buffalo Days? Yeah, Buffalo Days. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we... We turned up on a Thursday. Like, OD, like, I came in... OD. I came in... It started at 6, I think. I came in at 8, and I was like, okay, you know, it's the 30th birthday. It's going to be chill vibes, you know, a little That's toast. That's what I thought, too. Until Genius <laughs> put on some something. And we were, it was either Cardi or some dance hall, and everybody was like, He Whoa. put on some dance hall. Yeah, and, and everybody was like, was like, oh, so this is going down on a Thursday? Everything's Turn. fine. Turn. Yep, it was, it was excellent. It was a, good, a great send-off. <laughs> a great send-off, because the next day I had to fly out. It was dope. It was dope. Had a great time. Yeah, man. So tell me about your whole campaign because you're the guru that you are. <laughs> JJ for 30. What what made you do that? And what is it exactly? What are you challenging yourself to do? So JJ for 30, I was thinking like, you know, my last year in my 20s, trying to hold on for dear life, but just kidding because God was like, no, you're going to turn 30. Like, right. it's happening. So right, right, right. I was like, what do I want to do in this, you know, next year before I actually turn 30? So I reached out to my close friends and family and was like, all right, give me some challenges, y'all. Like, let me know what y'all want me to do. And at first I'm thinking, this is going to be easy. Like, it's no big thing. My friends are going to give me, you know, some of them were like, one of them was like, write three to five pages of your autobiography. And I was like, what? Like, first of all, I can't even write my own bio, let alone an autobiography. Like, what are we doing here? So that one's still in progress. <laughs> um, there was one like run a 5K, which I did, which was pretty dope. Um, Wait, you ran a 5K? I ran a 5K. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I ran a 5K. Okay. I, ran, I actually ran it four days before I turned 30. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was hard. No, I definitely didn't know that then. Yeah, 5Ks, I know. I mean, for shout out to all you runners. Like, I, mean, I support y'all because I'm just... 5K? I'll be lucky if I could do a one, you know? Listen, I did the 5K burly. A 300 meter, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how much from here to like right there? I'm like right a right short distance. I'm like a sprinter. <laughs> Listen, 
just no marathon runs over here. Um, but yeah, but in doing the challenge, it was really to see like what I could really do that I haven't really thought about doing before. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And to like pull from the people that I know like and hold true and dear to my heart. Like, all right, cool. So what y'all got for me? Like, what would y'all like to see me do? Because I mean, I could think of a bunch of stuff, but I just wanted to see what else people have for me. Um, and it was it was a dope experience. And I think the biggest lesson from it was to not. To give yourself a timeline, but to kind of not at the same time. You know what I'm saying? To like be realistic with your expectations of yourself and to really figure out like, all right, cool, this is going to get done, but by when? And to like, it helped me better prioritize, believe it or not. Because mm. it was like, one of them was uh, go skydiving. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I want to do that. I was like, but the way my summer set up, it's quiet and no one's skydiving in the winter. So mom, next <laughs> spring. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Can you skydive in the winter I in that's a, I think that's a no. You probably, yes, yo, you probably like freeze midair. Like, yo, it's so cold. That would kind of be lit though. But kind like. Of then you die. It would be like a lit death. <laughs> nah, not having a list of lit deaths. That's like that TLC show. Like awkward ways to die or like most craziest ways to die. First of all, morbid. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I mean, it's, it's, it's a show. It exists. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I don't, don't, don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. It's going to be like um, Final Destination. We're oh, the most easiest thing. And you're I like, can't. wait a minute. Final Destination <laughs> still creeps me out to this yeah, day. Nah. We fly too much for that. Yeah, Come on. Way Come on, much. somebody. Way too much. This episode of Soul Society 101, the podcast, is brought to you by our friends at Visit Philadelphia. Whether it's award-winning appetizers or brunch with Bay, get a taste of Philly with a weekend getaway. Visit visitphilly.com slash we got you. All right, so for season two, we're going to add some segments on the show. Um, that was some of the feedback that you guys gave on season one. You wanted to hear some segments, some things that were regulars for every episode. And, you know, I listened, so we're going to add some of that into the mix for season two. Um, so this first segment is, if you were stranded, if you knew you were going to be stranded on an island and you could only bring one dot, dot, dot. Yo. Yeah. The limitations right so now like, are real. So like right now, if I told you tomorrow, you're going to get on a plane and that plane is going to land on a remote island in the middle of, what what ocean do you want? The Pacific? Atlantic? Uh, let's do Pacific. I think it's a little crazy right now. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Hurricanes? In the middle of the Pacific, <laughs> where there's like no no land for like thousands and thousands of miles. No one even knows this island really. It's just a speck. <laughs> Loki, that's how I felt when I was away. We're going to get, get, get to that. that. <laughs> you and some barracudas. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, if you were going to be, if you knew you were going to be stranded on an island and could only bring one dot, 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 what would it be? All right, cool, cool. So, if you could only bring one album to keep you sane, what album would it be? Uh, Dark Sky Paradise, Big Sean. Oh. Yeah. I Interesting. Feel like, I feel like Big Sean, you know what's crazy? I, I love Big Sean, but I, I, didn't, I didn't expect that from you. You know, you really know who the absolute oh, of my life yeah, is, right? Yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't, That's why I was Rocky, definitely. Right? It's ASAP Rocky, a.k.a. Bay. I've seen him now, what, seven times? Seven I've traveled mil- to see seven him million seven million times. times. I've been to Minnesota, L.A., and Miami. First of all, Minnesota? Yeah. I random. I random. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. The weirdest thing ever. But Minnesota was cool. It was cool. Um, but Big Sean, lyrically, I just love his his flow, mm-hmm. his wordplay. I think he's dope. Like, I, I I definitely think he's dope. He's one of the most underrated rappers to me. Yeah. There's agreed. a lot of rappers who are nowhere near as talented, in my opinion, whose songs just be taken off. I'm like, yo, do y'all hear this guy? Okay. And I seen him live. He's mad inspirational. Like he's Right. And that's the other thing. Like so as good. a person, I think he's dope. Like, like just his personality. Like right. he'd be in the podcast right now. Exactly. Like, yo. Like, Sean, what's good? Actually, you know what I mean? shout out Big Sean. You want to get on the podcast? Like, big Sean, like, you're not too big, bro. <laughs> okay. Like, you're not too big for the podcast. Okay. 
All right, cool. Um, if you could only bring one TV show, what what would it be? Golden Girls. Stop. <laughs> I swear, yo, Golden Girls. You love is, Golden Girls? First of all, I've seen all seven seasons. Stop it. I, yo, like you know them quizzes they have on Buzzfeed or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I nail them every time. Who's your favorite on Golden Girls? My favorite is probably Blanche. Okay. Goosey Goosey. She, she was... just yo, she just don't care. Like Blanche gives no care in the world. Like she does not care. Not Lucy Goosey. Yeah, yeah. She was I love her. definitely. Um, a, an older vixen. She yeah. was. She was very like. She was a madam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was a madam. Her wardrobe was popping. So. Shout out to Golden Girls. Yeah. All right, if you could have one last meal before you get to this stranded island. I'd have to say my mom's fried chicken. Yeah, Dominicans. They, we fried First chicken. of all, we why fried I chicken. never had your mama's fried chicken? Don't worry, we're gonna say. Second it up. of all, I just <laughs> met your mama your thirtieth birthday. She's your twin. Yo. So JJ <laughs> produced. Back to your campaign, produce a whole video, like seven scenes, seven different outfit changes around New York City, different hairstyles. I was like, what is happening? And then she holds up a photo of her mom in the video, and I'm like, wait, why is she holding this photo of herself, not realizing it's your mom? Nah, it's mom. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. Shout out to Melanie G, who helped me produce and do the whole videography. Like, listen, I give much respect to videographers, photographers, any of y'all doing this kind of solo dolo? Yeah, man. It's a lot of work. It is definitely work. It's mad work. It's a hustle. All it's the angles art. and you bending and you stealing shots and you running through traffic. Yeah, you know? you're <laughs> trying to not get arrested. Like, right. you can't shoot here. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so much respect, much respect. Exactly. So yeah. your mom's fried chicken. My mom's fried chicken, her white rice, and some aguacate, avocado for you non-Spanish speakers. I was about to say, what is aguacate? <laughs> aguacate is avocado. You know, you know how I be trying to be cultural, so. <laughs> Listen. Next, next episode, I'm like, oh, you never had aguacate? Like, <laughs> Step your game up, okay? <laughs> Step it up. All right, cool. And if you could bring one thing that reminded you of home, what would that be? Metro card. Easy. Oh, Easy. That was mad smart. Just, you know, just like, and I feel like it could double as like, I don't know, maybe a shank or something if I sharpened it you're enough. Right, like stab right. something. And FYI, for non-New Yorkers, a Metro card is the train and bus pass that we have. That's right, that's right. Because um, we in a national. This yeah, podcast, we in a national, baby. There's no borders over here. Where y'all at? Y'all in, y'all in Ghana? Where y'all at? London? Berlin? What y'all got going on? Um, and if you could bring one book, what would it be? Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Oh, wow. Throwback, That's a throwback. good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Throwback. Why that book? It's such a good, like, coming-of-age book. Mm. Like, you know, she's going through things. Her body's changing. Like, it's just yeah. real. And the title alone, like, Are You There, God? Like, I'm, I would imagine if I'm stuck on an I island. I was about to I'm say. I'm going to be asking that same thing. Like, I was about you to at, say, as you, as you crying on this island because you're like, the barracudas are coming to get Yo. me tonight. You, you can cry your tears into the book. On, on my Moana. Like, wait, wait, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> So what's your earliest travel memories? My earliest travel memories, like any Caribbean kid in New York, mm-hmm. unless for some reason your parents were sending you to camp. I don't know why they would, but <laughs> our camp was, you going to DR for three months in the summertime. Camp, like, camp Dominican Republic. Camp El Campo. Like, you out, okay? You out. Um, so my earliest travel memories were, like, school let out, what, June 26th, June 27th? Mm-hmm. We would be on a flight June 28th, like, and, oh, and, and like, like the early flight, like, the you break night because you packing still flight, wow. even at 6 a.m. And back then, like, when you, I mean, I guess even still now, but really back then, when you went back home, it was a, a thing. Like, you got new clothes, your hair got done. Mm-hmm. Me and my cousin always had matching outfits, different color schemes, but same, like, style. <laughs> Similar hairstyles. Y'all got like, photos? Yeah. Oh, do I we? Lo- I love the throwback photos of Caribbean kids going back home. Yo. And you'd be like, yo, we was low-key killing it. We low-key look crazy, but we was low-key killing okay, it. Okay, like, time. couldn't tell us nothing. 
<laughs> so you know you get on the 6 a.m. flight on American back then when they had like actual cutlery like my aunt still has an American Airlines fork don't ask me why she has it in the drawer I'm like we have other forks like we've come up what's happening here but it's for the memories right right for the memories like remember where you came from you right 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 fork. and you know you had actual meals served and you landed at like 10 a.m. you still had the whole day you got home changed beach pool whatever like you was out yeah you right about that good times yo Oh, man. So you went back and forth to DR often, like almost every summer, kind of? Almost every summer, Christmas break, Easter break, for like the first 21 years of my life. Are you serious? Yeah. It was out here. So when you go to DR now, you're like, oh, yeah. Like you know the streets, you know where to go. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're an adult now, so it's different, like the things you would get into, but. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, my neighborhood has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. I I mean, we live in the hood back home. Like, I mean, we also own a lot of property on our block. So, like, my grandfather would buy land, build houses, and rent them out. Mm -hmm. Like, because, you know, he was on his Trump shit. Like, you know, just trying to build things up and have rents and all that. Right, right, right. And so we have a lot of houses on the block. No shout out to Trump. Yeah, no shout out to Trump. Absolutely not. No, boo. Um, Because she voted. I I voted today. That's right. Local elections, they matter. You know, people be like, oh, no. if You know, people probably disappointed and not encouraged to vote anymore post you know the tragedy that happened a few months ago right, but right, right, right. like you gotta still vote in your local you elections you do um but yeah but nah when i go back to dr i feel like i'm going back home like you know no matter That's where i'm at it's just i feel like i speak the language people look like me it's, it's dope People look like me too. When I went to DR, okay, they was they was Don't definitely talking to me in Spanish, and I was like, "Yo, you were like papi." <laughs> <laughs> They're like primo, pero ven acá. You were like, mm, "Yeah, see, I was like, That's and you know, and you know, I be trying to front, so I was like pulling on my high school Spanish. <laughs> I was like, "What can I do to keep this conversation going?" I was like. Yo no sé. <laughs> but on the flip side, it works against me because when I actually, like, let's say if I interview for a job and they ask if I speak Spanish, mm-hmm. I want to bust out, like, my Dominican Spanish. And mm-hmm. they looking for that, like, super duper, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you're from Spain Spanish. Exactly. And it's quiet. <laughs> I mean, you can still. I can finagle, can finagle it, it, but yeah. I be having to go back, like, wait, usted? Like, you know, I got to really, like, slow down. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly, that. exactly. It gets different. Um... Did you always have dreams of seeing the world, or when did it become a passion for you? I didn't always have that dream. I think once I started making enough money that I was like, oh, Come I on, somebody, because... I can go places? Like, when you don't, it's not a thought. Listen, <laughs> it, it's a very far away dream, like yeah, over it's yonder. Like maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> maybe I go to Miami? I don't know, like... So it's it's interesting over the last I'd say five six years how like the come up of my travels right. I wasn't really going nowhere. Before it came that. all the way up though. Yeah, I mean people were like, oh well, you know, as a kid you went to DR. Yes, that counts, but there's more to the world than just the Dominican Republic. So right. like it's been in this, in these last recent years, even traveling within the United States because right. back home everyone's like, oh, the U.S. You mean New York? No, right, there's right, other right. states. So there's like, a whole <laughs> other things to see, yeah. and there's a lot of people in the U.S. that don't even explore the U.S. like. The United States is a very, like, there's, like, every climate, every type of landscape. Yep. There's mountains, there's beaches, there's cold, there's hot, there's hot all year. There's desert. Like, yep. there's there's everything you might want to see in this country. Yep. And um, no passport required. Like. No passport required. So make sure y'all getting out domestically, too. Right. It's important. So what, when you when you did get a chance to travel on your own, what were some of the places that you were going so the very first place I want to say I went to on my own was probably LA, aka my second home. You know how Word. I feel about LA. I love LA. I love LA too. Yo, it's, a, it's my happy place. Like yeah. legit. Like, I mean, if y'all been listening to the podcast, y'all know um, season one we had an episode where we were talking about the whole New York versus LA 
not even debate, but just comparison. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of New Yorkers love LA because it's everything that New York is not. Yep. And vice versa too, because when I'm out there, I always talk about well, my boy who lives out there is always some people like, yeah, he's from New York, and people's eyes light up like, oh my god, New York, like, yo, I always want to go, <laughs> and it's like, yo, it's, it's lit. I'm not gonna front, but you know, you always want when you don't have. So we have like the super duper skyscrapers. We have like you can access anything around the corner. You don't have to travel an hour. Right. Um, you for anything. Postmates in Brooklyn? Y'all got postmates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Bronx ain't reached that level of gentrification. <laughs> we don't got postmates yet. Uh, we got postmates We got in seamless. Brooklyn. And, you know, if we even got seamless for like candy fried chicken, which I'm not doing ever. Shut but up. I swear. Are you serious? I swear, yeah. Postmates is coming to the Bronx soon. Postmates gotta come. Postmates needs to sponsor this podcast episode. Yes. So Postmates holla. But, okay. uh, <laughs> but anyway, I cut you off. So you started traveling to like LA. Yeah, so the first time I went to LA, I wanted to go. It was right before Kobe was retiring and I was like, I've never seen the GOAT play right, live. Right, right. Like, I need to go. And my friends were playing. I was like, I'm going to just go alone. Like, boom, bunk. So, booked the Airbnb, booked the flight. And it ended up being the best trip ever. You gave me some recommendations for me to be out there. I went to um, the Griddle Cafe. Had the big, big yo, size of my face. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, because I went alone, the wait was like two hours. But I went solo. I got seated in like 20 minutes. What perks of solo oh, travel? Yo, solo travel. People sleep on it. I'm like, listen, solo travel will get you a long way. Yep. I went to the game. I, I met a couple while I was on the line. Originally in the nosebleeds, they text me. I'm like damn near on the floor with them at that point. Like it was, it was bomb, yo. Like wow. it was probably like the trip that I was like, yep, and this is life. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Love me some LA, man. Yeah, LA's dope. Where else have you been outside of that that you've been the last few years? The last few years, not alone, but just in general. Yeah. Denver, Chicago, of course. I always want to go to Denver. Denver's dope. It's very clean. Yeah, very that's what I heard. Scenic. I heard the air is very clear. It's yeah. very clean and, and scenic, obviously, because of the mountains. Very scenic. The people are dope. Obviously, if you're into, you know, recreational things, you have the opportunity out there as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's dope. That reefer is what she's referring to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have that. Uh, but it's dope. It's dope. The people are mad nice. Chicago, of course. I love Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Chicago's bomb. Yeah. You know, I actually have never been to Philly. That's on my list. Oh. It's kind of a shame. You got to get to Philly, Because it's so close. Philly, Philly is... Philly's so underrated, man. Well, I went to school in Philly. Shout out to Temple University, TU. <laughs> um, it's it's just it's a cool place, man. There's a lot of unique culture, bomb ass food. Like Philly has some of the best food, yeah, in the U.S. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm gonna say it's better than New York, but it's better than New York. I'm not gonna front. Yeah. I gained like a freshman ninety five. You know, what I mean? <laughs> wait, not getting a whole other person though, like. Yo, yeah, I came back from first sem- my first semester, and my family was like, so... You good? <laughs> you ain't miss no man. <laughs> They're like, these care packages will bring them back? You don't need anything. Um, yeah, New but- Orleans would be my other place. Oh, I love New Orleans. New Orleans too. is... I, yo, so, me and my, shout out to Brittany. Me and my homegirl, Brittany, we went out there, and we probably spent $8,000 on just oysters alone. Like, it was ridiculous. I came back, and I was just like, looking at my bank account, like, yeah, I'm never going back there again. It's quiet. Like, I, I got to do, I got to make better choices. Got to make better choices. Oh, man. So, outside of DR and New York, you would say LA is the place that feels most like home to you? Yeah, for sure. What do you What do you think it is about? Oh, what? And Fiji. Uh, question mark, and Fiji. <laughs> dot, yeah, dot, dot. New York, LA, and like Fiji. And Fiji. <laughs> no big. Okay, so let's get to Fiji. One, one, before we get to Fiji, though, what is it about LA that um, floats your boat? 
they're so relaxed with the time there. Chill as fuck. It's they so, chill like, as... Like, you see how he'd be like... Like, even today when I was running late, I'm like, yo, I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah. Like, I feel like we'd have been in LA and been like, yeah, show up 20 minutes later with some tacos. Right, right, some right, right. Like, right. it's just a different... Like, it's, it's literally, like, slowed. Like, I feel slowed down. But, mm-hmm. like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. So, that alone, my anxiety levels are, like, way down. I agree. You know? And, and I, <laughs> I was trying to figure out... Is it the reefer that got people so chill? <laughs> right, like, do I, maybe I just smoke more? Right, like, like, why are you so good? Everybody's so happy. But it, it's a, a combination of things. The sunshine, For beaches, sure. palm trees. Um, yeah, man, I love me some L.A. too. Yeah, L.A. is dope. I feel like the minute I land back into New York, my armor goes on. It's like, yeah. I'm right, New York more. You're right like, about focus. that. You're walking fast. You might elbow somebody. Yeah, <laughs> you got the ill grill on. Like, nobody look at me. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we ready for the rapid fire segment. So... I'm going to shout some things out. Got you got to tell me your favorite, and it's only just straight to the point. No explanation and right. nada. Cool. You ready? Nada. Look at you. Spanish. All right. Feel me. Feel <laughs> me. All right. So, rapid fire. You ready? Ready. How do you like your steak? Medium. All right. 90s or 2000s music? 2000s. Okay. Favorite color? Orange. Nice. What's your zodiac sign? Leo. Leo. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> We can't go nowhere. We can't have nice things and we can't go anywhere. We can't. Um, your favorite basketball team? The Knicks, because, I mean, I'm from New York, so, okay. you know, ride or die. Okay, okay. And what's been your most life-changing trip so far? Fiji. Hands down, Fiji. So we're just going to drop. We're just going <laughs> to... You know what we were talking about, being on a remote island somewhere in the middle of nowhere? That's, that's If y'all don't know where Fiji is, I want you to look it up on a map. It's kind of like <laughs> off the coast of nothing. <laughs> near nothing. It is coast. Like, the whole thing. It's just nothing but, yes. So, we got to talk about Fiji for we a little bit. Because that has been like, Fiji's been on my list since college. What? When I first learned about it, and I was like, what is this place? It's amazing. I yeah. did mad research, and I was like, I have to get here. Um, so, tell me about what what made you go Oh, I want to know all about it. The experience, what made you go? How did you like it? How was the food? How were the people? Because yeah. the people are brown, which I didn't know. First of all, I thought Fiji people, F- Fijian. How do you? What do you call them? F- Fijians. I, Fijians. Yeah, Fijians. I thought you heard my my West Indian as Fijians. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, because I was out there. I was like F- Fijian, Fijian, Fijian. <laughs> like I was messing. I did not know they were brown until brown. I saw your post. So let's talk. Let's talk yeah. all about Fiji. So, bam, start me off. Cool. So, what prompted the trip was a. Probably three, four years ago, mm-hmm. chilling with the homies, doing a, our bucket list or whatever. It's like, what do you want to do in life? You know, smoking, drinking, whatever, having deep moments in life, thinking mm-hmm. about what's next. And first two things on my list were learn how to swim and go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, yeah, I don't know how to swim. I don't know if that's like... Still? I, I need, still, you didn't learn how to swim before you went to Fiji? You know, that was on the list and never made it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I still went, but I still went. So... That's been on the list forever. So 30th, you know, 30th year comes around. I turn 29. I'm like, cool for my 30th birthday. What I'm gonna do? You know, what's Leo's? I'm like, I'm gonna have a parade. Like, <laughs> we're gonna go crazy. Like, all right, close out with us. Low key, you did have a parade. <laughs> low key, low key. <laughs> but, um, so you know, I'm like, what I'm gonna do? So I'm like, you know what? Parade is a little much. I don't really logistically don't want to deal with that headache. So permits and such, yeah, permits, you know, street you know, De Blasio might have a few. Like, I don't know. His meetings are, are in, interfering with the calendar. So. I got some, you know, good old bonus money. Shout out to bonus money, yo. Because yo, bonus money, be, you what? know, people be like, oh, my God, you travel so much. I'm like, yeah, because I'm smart. And I figure out when to book. Like, <laughs> and listen, I'm not Mommy Warbucks yet. 
yet <laughs> but soon come soon come so got bonus money i was like all right what do i do do i do the responsible thing and pay off a whole bunch of you know like school loans and all that nonsense or do i go to fiji <laughs> yellow obviously fiji one because i was like i you mean know especially what? for your 30th like listen 30 is is a major milestone and you like, to think about the amount you've accomplished at 30. You have to celebrate yourself. Yeah. And you have to take the time out. You can always be responsible. You have to take those times out to, like, yo, I've worked hard. I deserve this. Right. Let exactly. me treat myself. Treat yourself. Treat Don't cheat yourself. Exactly. So I said, you know what? Fiji wins. So I go online. I'm like, all right, well, I've never been to Fiji. And I don't know anyone else who's been to Fiji. So I know what the do water. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fiji water? Oh. Okay. So I'm online. I'm looking places up. So I did, like, a random... I'm one of those people that I don't book those uh, DIY trips like, oh, let's go backpacking through Europe and mm -hmm. let me try to fit. No, 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 no. Especially with a trip this far, I'm like, I'm going through a person, like a travel agent, yeah. take care of everything. Yeah. I don't want to have to worry. So I sent a quote into Fiji Vacations and a woman got back to me. Who's, she's actually based out of uh, LA. Shout out to Cheryl. And Cheryl. Cheryl was popping. <laughs> and, you know, we went back. She was really accommodating because I had a lot of questions, mm -hmm. naturally so. And yeah, because you're going to the middle of the ocean. Right. <laughs> you're, ba like, you're basically a mermaid for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, talk about Moana, like, for real. Like, I was like, mm, am I going to be on a raft? Like, what's happening? So, so I had a bunch of questions, asked for dates, all this other stuff. Finally, I locked it in. I was like, you know what? The intention was to go with people. And then I was like, nah, I want to go alone. Mm -hmm. I don't have to go with people. Be selfish. That's okay. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to take this trip and go solo. Locked in the dates, paid it all off. So I booked this back in like March. So you know when you book stuff, you kind of forget about it because it's done. It's not like payments are coming out your account every two weeks or whatever. So July rolls around and I'm like, oh. So, just kidding. You leave in, like, six weeks, bro. You want to you, you focus? Like, so, uh, yeah. So, you know, the trip comes around. I buy this uh, Lonely Planet book, for, you know, just to, like, kind of see where things are and all that other stuff. And shout out to Amazon Prime because I literally bought 90% of the things I needed for the trip the week of the trip. <laughs> the hour before yeah, the hour was. before I was like, wait, deliver to LAX. Like, it was real. So, I booked it. It was actually more time effective to leave from L.A. So naturally, no complaints there. Right, right, I went right. to L.A., chilled with the homies, turn up, turn up. And then when everyone came back to New York, I flew out to Fiji. So shout out to Fiji Airways, by the way. Their hospitality is... Listen, I can imagine. Yo, How long was the flight stellar. from L.A.? 10 hours. Huh. Yeah. 10 hours to the main island. And then one hour on the small little baby propeller plane. Where, Rondo, when I tell you the airport, it looked like somebody shack like i was like wait is, it, is there tsa like is someone gonna pat anyone down like i'm concerned what is happening it was real like they had to weigh the luggage to make sure they kept they kept the plane balanced like it was real yo those types of flights i've, I've been on two flights like that and they freak me out so much because i'm like you feel but the, the pilot is so like it's nothing it's to like them driving an uber they're yeah. like we good we here because they do it all the time um, but it's it's like freaky. Right. Like yo, one of these propellers can stop at any time. And it's quiet. Not to freak y'all out, but <laughs> you have a fear of flying. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Everything's fine. But if one of these propellers go out, we low key gonna lean and dive right into that ocean. <laughs> okay, or worse, a mountain. Stop. Just saying, ocean uh, is probably better because you have. A, I mean, no, that's my worst fear. Swim, that's like my you. worst fear in like. I'm, is it? I can like moderately swim i'm like a baby swimmer but you can't you definitely can't put me in the ocean anyway 
we're, we're going on tangent. <laughs> we want you to fly on all flights, even yes. propeller flights. All the flights. Back to Fiji. And on Fiji Airways, because their <laughs> hospitality is, is top-notch. You nice. get two meals. It was bomb. So, get to Fiji. Two meals? You got two meals. What's, F- what's Fijian food like? So, on the flight, it wasn't really like Fijian food, okay. per se. It was more like, you know, you got eggs, potatoes. Okay. You got some chicken sausage. Like, it wasn't really like their, their actual food. Mm-hmm. So, we land. I get there. I'm like, yo, it's hot. Like... And this is their winter. That's the best part. Stop. Is that this is right now is still their winter. And There's, you're basically not. You're basically cutting the air because it's so thick. Right. I was like, yes, thank you. Because <laughs> I, I thrive in environments like that, so I'm ready. So get to the resort. Uh, shout out to Coral Sun Resorts. It was a bomb. Okay. Okay. I rented this uh, or I booked the floating bu- bure. It's not burr. I found out. I thought it was burr, like B U R E, but it's bure. Oh. Fun fact. What's that? It's basically. I gotta like Google this, it. She's nah, like Google that shit. But Google it. Nah, it's basically like this floating house. Like you literally on the water. Like, Stop. like you could walk out and like jump into the water if you want to. I did not because I don't know how to swim. But don't worry, when I go back, because I will be going back. That's that's on deck. Nice. So hospitality was great. The resort was amazing. Of course, I went to the spa. Just, I mean, hello. Why not? She's the spa whisperer, by Yo, the way. I love a good spa, man. <laughs> Listen, spas are life. Went to the spa. I made friends with all the staff. Because, again, solo travel, you got to make friends, yo. You can't be, like, a stush solo travel. Right. Like, that's not going to work. But to your point, I was so shocked. Everyone looked like us. Yo, super brown. I was like, oh, so my cousins? Okay. Like, <laughs> this is easy. The only difference, obviously, is the language barrier. Yeah. So, um, I learned a few words, like, bula is hello. And is there language for Jean too? Yeah. They have their own language. They have their Fijian. own language, okay. yeah. I mean, they have certain dialects in mm-hmm. different parts of the islands mm-hmm. and stuff. But, yeah, the language is Fijian. And the ironic part is some of the staff didn't know, like I was telling them where I'm from. I'm like, oh, I'm from New York, but my family's from the Caribbean. They're like, the Caribbean, where's that? Yeah, yo. And I, my yo. mind was so blown, yo. Like yo. it humbled the F out of me. Yo. Like it humbled yo. me. Yo, that happened to me one time on my honeymoon in the Seychelles. And <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> in the Seychelles, you know, right. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got over there and, you're, you know, you're so used to, like, everyone knowing what the Caribbean is, what New York is, yeah. all of this life. And we got to the Seychelles and um, some of the staff at the hotel was kind of like, oh, where are you guys coming in from? Because they're so used to seeing South Africans, people from Europe. And so we're like, oh, we're from, um, we're from New York. And they were like, Come again? I was like, New New York, and I'm I'm I swear not in an arrogant way, but I've literally never met anyone who just didn't know off the bat what New York was. Right. I was like, oh, in the United States, they're like, oh, okay, sounds good. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, and I started hearing their music. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like music from the Caribbean. They're like, what's that? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> like, come again? <clears throat> Excuse me. I, they were like, I don't know. What I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so we started playing the music and they were like, oh yeah, it's kind of similar, but they have no, so Zero totally, concept. totally. And I was like, oh, I'm literally on the other side of the world. That, that was when it hit me. I was like, oh, so they don't even, not only do they not know where New York is, they don't even know where the Caribbean is. It's quiet for me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm literally out chill. Like anxiety attack, full blown. Like, oh my God, what did I do? Step back. Like, this is crazy. And no, it was, it was dope. And ironically enough, another thing I observed is I was the only 
black person that wasn't on staff staying at the resort. Like, I was mm-hmm. the only black guest at the resort. Right, right, right. Which means, black people, we need to travel more. We need to, like, we need to go. Yeah. We need to I mean, to I'm trying go. to be, I'm trying to be the other black guest in, in the Bude? Bude, yes. At the Bude in Fiji. <laughs> okay. Because I told you, I like to start with people. So yes. tomorrow, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, you don't know what a Bude is? Yeah, I'll be in the Bude. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be <laughs> in the Bude. That sounds super sus. <laughs> I mean, it's like the trap. It's like the Fijian version of the trap. I be bees in the booty. Bees, bees, bees in, in the, the booty. Yo, just saying. Low-key lit, Nikki. Mixed you need me on the- <laughs> Just saying. Listen. Anyway, sorry. We keep going no, off tangent. Cool, so back cool. to Fiji. So I made friends with all the staff, obviously. And I met a lot of dope couples, too, from New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, that side of the world. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I made friends with the staff because cousins, hello, we right, look alike. Right. And so we go out one night because I'm like, yo, I want to, like, party. Like, this is so cool. We get to hang out. But I want to party in Fiji. And it was one of those moments where, like, the minute I got in the car, I was like, what are you doing, Like, was this a good idea? Like, I'm talking about no cell service at all. Like, airplane mode, full effect, going down dark roads, no lights. I don't know. I don't speak the language. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I just got into a car with basically a bunch of strangers. But everything's (laughs) fine. Like, we good. I mean, at least there's some accountability because, you know, they work at the hotel. So, you know, they, they have... A responsibility. They're just not a nobody from off the road. Right, you, like, you don't you don't know if they have anything to lose. At exactly. least they they have their their jobs on the line. Where they're like, wait a minute, so At you were last least. seen with, and now she's gone. Yeah, you're fired. Right, right, right. So we go to this lit 21st birthday party. Really? I'm talking about they had like performances, a hula dancer, mad food, mad liquor, like it was bomb. And then we went to this these two hole in the wall bars. Uh-huh. It was actually very fun. I was like, this is like kind of being back home, like going to like a Brooklyn situation, yeah. like in, a, in somebody's basement or whatever. Like really? it reminded me of the Sean Paul video. Stop. Except that it wasn't winter so no one had Tim's on, but <laughs> it was like that. Like it Your was back bad. stopped banging on the damn furnace. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legit, it was bomb, and wow. yeah, and then I ended the night going up to like wherever they all hang out after work. Mm-hmm. Had this, uh, what was the drink? I had kava. Kava is it's not an alcoholic drink, but it definitely numbs your mouth. It's like, um. it's, yo, it's crazy. It's, I know exactly. My my point is, that I was like, wait, like, why like, do I want to do this? Like Novocaine. That's exactly yo. Get on my head. That's exactly what I said to them. I was like, this is like Novocaine. They were like, <laughs> okay, Westerner, like chill out. It was, it's like a ceremonial thing where, you know, they, it's a, it's a root. They grow it for three to five years. Okay. Mad long. They take it out. They air dry it. Pound it into a powder. See, this is that cultural shit I love. Okay. Then there's a ceremonial bowl. You mix it. The chief of the village has to have it first. Then all the men drink. Then all the women drink. But as a social drink, everybody could drink. Right, you know, right, right. In, in the whole circle, whatever. But it, it's supposed to relax you. It's good for, like, anxiety. I mean, yeah, relax you to the point where you can't put your top <laughs> Right. <laughs> Yo, I was like, this is like not good, but it's good, but it's not. It's like it was, it was very weird, very weird. And the food, very similar. They have a lot of seafood, obviously. Mm-hmm. They do something called the lovo, where they cook everything like underground. They got like okay. chicken and pork and fish, a lot of coconut sauces. It was good stuff. It was good. Fiji beer might be my new favorite beer. But you're you're not gonna have that anywhere yeah. outside. I, of might, fi- I might find it on Amazon. <laughs> and if I do, Amazon Prime, knock knock, it's here. <laughs> okay, script, script. Amazon Prime will have it here tomorrow. Yo, tonight. Tonight. <laughs> so it was worth. Listen, Fiji. They were just they were genuinely nice, and in the in their culture, it's taboo to tip. So they're just being nice to me. Like they're that's just genuinely being nice. I love like it that. has nothing to do with you sliding them an extra twenty nice. or whatever. Like you could do a tip at the end that goes into like the community pool, if you oh, will, wow. that they get at the end of the year, like split evenly. 
But other than that, they're just like mad nights. Like, so you had a great time. I was like crying on the plane coming back. I, was, I felt like I was leaving my family. I was wow. like, I don't want to come back. I was so sad. Were you like super duper relaxed? I was like the most relaxed I think I've ever been in my life. Wow. The only regret I have is that I, I feel like I went for not a long, long enough time. How long were you there? Six days. That's a decent amount of time. Yeah, I just but feel like there feel was like, more. Because like, mm. it took me a few days to unwind. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I went from New York to L.A. and then L.A. to Fiji. It's like my body was trying to readjust time zones. Right. Like it was, it was a lot going on. So the first two days were a little like iffy, but... I'm assuming Fiji has its own time zone because it's like nothing else over there. <laughs> it's, what, 16 hours ahead of New York? So it's like okay. tomorrow. Okay. It's like tomorrow afternoon. Like, yeah, pretty much. Dope, right man. Now. It was dope, man. I, it's beautiful. Like, the people are beautiful. Like the And they're very in tune with, like, their ancestral roots. Like, mm. even, like, the what we would call, like, the millennials or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, they're very in tune to, like, no, when you go, like, if you want to go to the waterfall, you got to go to the village, present a gift to the chief. Like, oh, they're, wow. they're still very, that that's one thing that, like, I really wish in, like, Dominican culture more so. Like, you know, you see young kids growing up. It's just different, you know what I'm saying? Different times, Western influence. They don't really have a lot of big Western influence on the small island. Like, I mean, yeah, still, they don't know where New York or the Caribbean right, is. Right, so. they're still very in <laughs> They're not worried about us. Yeah, they, they are not. They like. They actually said, like, we don't even want to go to the United States. You guys have a crazy president. We're good. <laughs> I was like, son, tell me about it. I'm trying to move here. Right. So it was it was dope, man. Yo, Fiji? Yo, now, now I'm like, when can I squeeze Fiji? And never. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in, I got to save up for Fiji. That's one of the, or yeah. bonus. Right, or bonus. Or bonus. Yeah, or bonus. But not, yeah. yeah. I mean, Fiji's been on my list, but I got I got definitely got to make it's my worth way it. And there. I flew economy, which I normally, like, for long flights, I'm like, oh, no, I need to be at least, you know, business economy or whatever. Right. It was actually a very comfortable seat. I sat in the aisle, comfortable. It was nice. So Fiji, Fiji Airways, y'all might see me in a few. You okay. know what I'm saying? When y'all see me, don't front like And you everyone gets me. a pillow and a blanket. I like it. Okay? Like, not like JetBlue where you got to, like, pay. (laughs) Which is cool. Which is cool, JetBlue. I pay for it. I do. There have been times. I'm not throwing shade. I am a True Blue member. I need the points. But it's nice to get, you know, the complimentary treatment. It's nice. Oh, man. This has been an amazing episode. And a good catch-up. A good catch-up. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Dream Team. Yo, Dream Team. I hope y'all listen. Do they listen? Dream Team, you better be listening. They listen. They know better. Shout out to our guest today, Jessica JJ Matos. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Yeah, man, this has been great. Soul Society 101, the podcast, season two is lit. We out. Peace.